Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Man, missed every single one of you. Good to be back here with you. Happy New Year 2020. Um, has anyone made that mistake yet where they go to fill out a form and you still put 2019 on the paper instead of 2020? Seems to happen every year. Uh, man, a lot's happened since we last spoke. If, if you haven't noticed, we've put um, uh, had podcasts on repeat. We've been playing the best of. We're uh, about 190 podcasts in right now to um, the Ryan and Krista Yesta podcast, and we had some technical difficulties with our microphone, and so now this is, we're back up with a new microphone, um, but we've been replaying the best of, which um, really we do for your benefit, uh, because they're the best of for a reason, and it's always good to remind yourself, but I love having new content. I've missed sitting down and recording for all of you. Um, but yeah, good to be back. So in the meantime, some of you may know, but obviously we had Christmas. You would all know that. We've got a new year. But my wife, Krista, and I have a new baby boy as well. So little Luke Timothy was born um, uh, December 30th, uh, 2.59 in the morning. And he's 20 and a half inches and was eight, and, 8 pounds, 5 ounces, healthy baby boy, already getting good sleep. There's been a lot of learning for us. As of this recording, he's less than four days old. So Man, awesome to be a father. Um, I've got a newfound respect for my wife uh, uh, for what she did in that uh, delivery room, and um, she's such a champion. But uh, so, little Luke, if you want to see photos, uh, my Instagram is um, at Ryan Yusta underscore, and then it's at Krista Yusta for my wife, and then also we're on Facebook page. But just wanted to catch you up on that. He's happy. He's healthy. He's a a lion, a lion of the tribe of Yusta. Um, Man, today uh, I want to talk to you about making up a de- uh, ma- really making a decision in your heart to believe. You know, uh, the devil uses circumstances to counteract what you believe in. He uses it as a battering ram, right? Uh, you see something in the Word, but then you look, and it's different in real life. So, so many people. This is why they get caught up, and they say, "Well, the Word of God's not true because how come?" You know, if the, I see this in my life and I don't see this in the Word, how come this is, you know, I, I don't see this healing yet, I don't see this yet. But there's a decision that you make as a believer that you stand on the Word of God. Uh, the Word of God doesn't happen. Um, there are some things in the Word, like a, there's a prophetic timeline that will come to pass, right, with or without us. Um, God is God with or without us. But in our in our lives as Christians, there's a decision that we make. Faith really becomes a decision that we make to believe the Word of God. Many people go by what they feel, and without even saying it, they're going and living by what they feel. Circumstances come, and they lower their expectation because of the circumstance. You know, I was expecting God for this, but it really didn't work out that way, so I guess I shouldn't put my faith out there. When your faith is challenged, it's not a time to back off. It's time to step up. Even if you your faith was challenged and you felt like you missed it, even you felt like you messed up, right? A, a challenge, of a test of your faith came, and you feel like you didn't hold fast, and, and it wasn't the outcome that you wanted, the result that you wanted. That isn't time than to back down what you believe. The Word of God is the standard. So my message for you today is decide to believe the Word of God. What do you see in the Word of God? I want to tell you. I want to be a witness. You may not have seen it yet in your life, but you will see the Word of God come come to pass in your life. You will see the power of God at work in your marriage. You will see the power of God at work in your mind. You will see the power of God at work in your body. Say this with me. Say, the anointing is alive on the inside of me. 
and has an effect in my body. You know, that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. What is, the, what is the treasure? It's the anointing. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Ghost lives on the inside of you. What's an earthen vessel? It's your body. Your body's the earthen vessel. According to the Word of God, the very life-giving power of God already works on the inside of you. I have a treasure. I have an anointing on the inside of my body. So my ligaments are strong. My heart is strong. My health is whole. My mind is strong. My, my, my organs are strong. Every part of me is functioning according to the word of God. But you have to make up your mind for yourself. Hey, I'm deciding to believe. Romans chapter 4, I'm going to read this to you. And this is verse um, 19 and 20. And it says, And being not uh, 18, who against hope, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall your seed be. And being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's wombs. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory unto God. What is that saying? The Bible's saying that, yes, there was a promise, There's many times we see in the Word of God, the Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. And But deep down on the inside, if we were to be honest, we don't actually believe that about ourselves. You have to to decide, I'm not going to stagger at the promise of God. Yes, I see the circumstance. Yes, maybe no one in my family, maybe everyone in my family served God and none of them have seen financial prosperity. But that's not going to be my portion because let the Word of God be true and every man be found a liar. Jude chapter 1 um, verse three, uh, he says here, he says, I, I encourage all of you. It was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith, which was once delivered unto the saints. There's a decision in your heart to contend for what the Bible says. The Bible says contend for the faith. You know, many people expect it to come easily. They expect that, you know, oh, the moment I get a revelation in the word that everything's going to change for me. But the truth is that, that it does change, but there's a testing of your faith that comes. There's a testing that comes. But I want to tell you, don't despise the testing. When the challenge comes, know that it's going to produce fruit for your life. First Peter 1 Peter 1.7, I want you to hear this. It says, um, well, verse 6, Wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you're in heaviness through manifold temptations, that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes. What is a trial? It's when something's put up to the test, right? If someone goes on trial, they're tried. There's questions that are asked. Your faith goes on trial. But the Bible says that that trial of your faith, whatever it is, maybe it's an attack that's come against your marriage. Maybe it's a storm against your finances. Maybe it's something in your physical body. Maybe it's, hey, you're believing for lost loved ones, but it seems like the person's further away from God than ever before. You know, maybe it's that, but, but your faith is going on trial. But when you make up your mind, bless God, if anyone's going to have what the word says, it's me. I will have the word of God. God, I believe your word. Father, if anyone's going to walk in abundance, it's me. I'm a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Lord, I don't know what my parents did. I don't know what my grandparents did. Anyone else who served God, I don't know what decisions they make. I can't see their heart and what they actually believe. But bless God, if you said it, Lord, I believe it. I've drawn a line in the sand. 
I have decided to believe the word of God. That's what contending for the faith is. And so verse 7, 1 Peter 1, 7 says that the trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glorying at the appearing of Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible calls the testing of your faith precious. When people go through things, you know, I've seen people who go through things in their body, cancer comes, diabetes comes, the challenges in their body, and they look at it like a death sentence. But the Bible says, this is a testing of your faith. This is a place to see if your faith is genuine. God isn't giving you the challenge, but life brings the challenge. But you make up your mind. This may have seemed one way, but I'm getting even a clearer picture in my heart of who God says I am. God, who am I to tell you that it's not going to happen for me? Stop comparing the word of God to your family's circumstance, to your past, to, to someone else's reality. Oh yeah, you know, I tithe my whole life and I've always just been lived paycheck to paycheck. You can't go inside that person's heart and see what they believe. The truth is many people don't actually believe the word of God. Yes, they believe that God will bless some people, but they don't believe it's for them. Yes, they believe God will heal people, but it's hard to believe that he'll heal them. Yes, they believe, or yeah, yeah, I believe that God will heal me, but one day God's going to heal me. I'm just waiting on the Lord to heal me. That's not faith. That's hope. That's not living. I'm just hanging on, living by faith, waiting for God to heal me. No, you're living by hope. And hope, hope is only for something that's yet to come. Faith is in what's already done. Are we still waiting for Jesus to pay for our sins? No, they've already been paid for. Waiting for God to heal you is the same as waiting for God to forgive you. You don't receive forgiveness in a future day. You receive forgiveness now when you repent. Forgiveness and, and is a finished work. So is healing. So is provision. It's a finished work. You just access it by your faith. So make up your mind, as many people in the Old Testament did. I don't care what anyone else does. I love, I love what Joshua said. He said, if it be evil unto you to serve the Lord, then so be it. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. But choose this day whom you will serve. He said, if it's evil unto you to serve the Lord, so be it. But choose you this day. That's old English for make up your mind. Stop living in between. Notice how in Revelation, I do this, I use this scripture many times in altar calls, but it says, he says to the, one of the churches, he said, I'd rather you be hot or cold, but if you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of my mouth. One of the things I believe God God really looks down upon, really doesn't like, is tired of. I know we use expressions like that. God doesn't grow tired, so I can't say God is tired of this, but we use it as a familiar expression. But is people who don't make up their mind. They waver between two opinions. The Bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. People who, yeah, believe in prosperity. But there's a decision for you. I'm going to choose I'm going to choose to believe the word. And then what do you do? You hang on to the word. If you wake up and you're feeling like, oh, I'm, 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 in, I'm fearful about this, about my safety. You know, for me, when, when, when Luke was born, there was this, this reality of like, man, I've got this little son. This was just a few days ago. I've got this son and this is my son and I'm, I'm here to look after him. And there was this moment of like, man, what if something happened to this son of mine? And I had to actually, I, I remember where I was standing. I was walking in my front door when I made a decision. I'm not going to let 
any bit of fear come in my life regarding to the future. The Bible says in Psalm 91, a thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 at my right hand, but it will not come nigh me. The Bible says that no evil will befall me, neither will any plague come near my dwelling. It can happen to somebody else, but it can't happen in my house. The Bible says he gives his angels charge over me to keep me in all my ways. The Bible says that, that my children will be taught of the Lord and great will be the peace of them. Do you want to know what the future of my son looks like? He's going to be peaceful. He's going to be taught by the Lord. I asked God the other day, Lord, whatever you do in my life, Lord, do use my son in a greater measure. And so you make a decision in your heart. I'm using the word of God to shut down these thoughts. When the, when the, the, the reality of your situation sets in, oh, this is, we got lack, we got this. No, Lord, I'm going to overcome by the word that I testify to. Lord, your word says of me that I would have good things in abundance, that I would be, that wealth and riches would be in my house. Father, you said that you would keep me a continual peace whose mind has stayed on you. Lord, I'm not going to be an anxious person anymore. I'm, I'm choosing to hang on to the word of God. Make up your mind to believe and make a decision. I'm moving forward into 2020. I'm not going to let, you almost have to catalog, and I'll finish with this. You almost have to wrap up and catalog what the lies the devil is telling you. Where are the areas that you have uneasiness in your faith? And grab the word of God. Meditate on it. You know, take the word, run it through your heart, speak it out of your mouth. That's what faith, that's where faith comes from. It's just grabbing a hold to the word. Start by saying this with me. God, I'm a believer. If your word said it, Ah, it's for me. I believe it. If your word said it, I believe it. Why? Because I'm a believer. Lord, I believe I'm blessed. Lord, I'm at peace. Lord, I have a home in heaven. Lord, I'm loved. Lord, I'm moving forward. This is going to be the best year of my life and make a decision to believe. I love you. Please, if you wouldn't mind, share this on the, um, let's get some momentum going here coming into the new year. Share this on your Instagram, your social media. Take a snapshot. Um, We appreciate it. We love all of you. Thanks for joining us here. And we will talk to you soon. All the best.